Good morning, Peter Goffwood. Why are we five minutes late? Good, <laughs> Good morning, Vanessa. We are five minutes late because I had biscuits in the oven. Ah, I hope they're d- yummy, delicious kind of Christmas orientated biscuits, or have you tried something yeah. new? No, no, no. I'm just making biscotti. We, we, where I am, we do we do biscuits for the rooms oh, for, for the coffee stations. Fantastic. And we've been fooling around with different recipes. So I thought we'll make some nice biscotti because they last. They keep they keep nice and crispy for a long time. So they're ideal for putting in rooms. Fantastic. So a really nice thing. But uh, just tell everybody mm. where you are, please, so that we can just go. Oh. Okay. So I'm again. This is my last trip for the year at the Azura Resort in on the Benguera Island in Mozambique. So Fantastic. I'm in an island paradise. I mean, literally an island paradise. I think this island's about uh, two is about a kilometer and a half long. So it's 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 absolutely beautiful. Surrounded by crystal clear water, it's absolutely magnificent. It's a bit hot, um, mm. and and I mean like hot, hot. And it's it's actually quite funny because it's it's not the hot it's not the heat during the day that gets you. It's about thirty two, thirty three degrees, which mm. is pretty hot and and balmy. Think of Durban's Durban's weather. Where it where it becomes an issue is is in the evening because the the temperature doesn't drop. But to this evening at about oh. ten eleven o'clock, it's going to be twenty nine degrees. Oh, ouch, so that's hot. unless you're sleeping in an air conditioned room, you have to put a wet towel on top of yourself to so you can get decent night's sleep. Ah, oh, that's it's the, it's the heat in the evenings that's the uncomfortable. But during the day, it's absolutely glorious. Okay, so now. I just have to tell you something. I'm not jealous because you're sitting on this beautiful island surrounded by beautiful crystal clear waters, blah, blah, blah. You've got electricity. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, indeed. It's one of those, yeah, I don't think I ever want to leave here. And it's not the island paradise. It's just the electricity. I mean, it's interesting because we're on an island and this entire resort, which is 22 villas plus a full hotel operation, is all run on solar power. Batteries. Amazing. So it's completely self-sufficient. Fantastic. So it, it's doable on a large scale. I mean, and we, we're talking, you know, a, a proper industrial kitchen that's got walk-in fridges, freezers, three-phase power. So it, it certainly can be done. Look, it's, a, it's on a massive scale and, mm. and a hugely expensive undertaking, but certainly uh, able for, for a resort of this side to go completely off the grid. Yeah, no, it, it can be done. And I think no. that many of us dream of that for our homes and many businesses mm. as well, hotels and restaurants, because I think that if the power goes down and you can't even serve a cup of coffee, it's a real killer um, in terms of yeah, that. Look, it's terrible, you know. I agree completely. I mean, we were when we were on 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 on, on the road for for Brymaster recently. I mean, in places like Robertson, and you see these little strip malls, and they just they just close up shop for two yeah. or four hours at the time because the, the centres don't have generation power, and they're literally. I mean, you're literally closing your shop for six hours yeah. a day. I mean, how can you ever survive? It's it's I mean, very. I, I was speaking to. Yeah. You know, it's a killer. I mean, I was speaking to some friends who make pottery for a living. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it, it's literally ruined their business because they have to turn their kilns kilns off half an hour before the power goes off. So they effectively lose another hour, mm. and then it takes about an hour for it to get back up to speed. Yeah. So they are actually losing almost double the amount of time. So he said, the guy said he said they 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 have to they have to make stuff through the night sure. because nice. they just cannot rely during the day on on uninterrupted power mm. to just to, to do finish off the pottery. Yeah, it's it's, it's really so has, all other manufacturers you can imagine. Yeah, well, it's having a devastating effect. And I uh, I said to you now last week we we didn't speak and uh, I can't even remember the chap's name, but I think his surname was Bird's Eye, um, the kind of the father yes. of of freezing Parents of Bird's modern. Eye. That's right, of modern freezing. 
And I said to you, well, you know, with Christmas coming and lots of food and all this sort of thing, and even sort of prepping ahead, we would we would use freezing. Now I'm sitting here thinking that we'll just eat all the food up because if there's no power and it goes off yeah, because you can't freeze. freeze. Yeah. But I think that um, I, I just want to, uh, you know, let's touch on that subject about freezing food yeah, and leftovers look, because yeah. we, you know money is money is tight. People are yeah. stretching those rands and. And then if you have to throw food away, it is, it's, it's sad. Yeah, completely. Look, and I also think, I also think, you know, one, one of the things we've spoken about previously is, is, is one of the ways to get better prices for things is to buy in bulk. Yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, you take the specials, you know, two kilos of mints or whatever the case is, or one of those packs of like half a lamb cut up. So, so we, in order to save money, we are forced to freeze things. Mm-hmm. And I think, whether it's freezing stuff that's fresh or freezing stuff that's already cooked, I think the thing to remember is is to, when you're going to freeze something, freeze it in portion sizes. You know, uh, don't freeze the entire buck of, uh. of curry that you've got left because then you have to defrost the entire thing. You don't want to keep freezing and defrosting and cooking. So when you go the, the, the next day or that evening to, 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 to freeze your leftovers, put it in smaller buckies for however many people you are in the family, one, two, four, whatever the case is, so that when you are defrosting, not only does it take less time to defrost, mm-hmm. but you're defrosting the right amount. Yeah, uh, You're not wasting food again because now you've had to defrost the entire batch of lasagna or half the lasagna was left. Cut it into smaller pieces once it's cold and then take out portion sizes at a time. Um, I think it's a much more efficient way of if you're going to reuse leftovers. Yeah, absolutely. Um, is to make sure that that, that that you think about how much you're going to need the second time. And you've also spoken about putting uh, things in uh, in plastic bags, uh, sort of that, then they lie flat, something like that as yeah. well. Oh, yeah. So, so that, for example, yeah. So, so if you've got something like a curry or a stew, um, when it's cold, put it into a Ziploc bag mm-hmm. and then put it on its side. So while it's still cold, it actually lies flat and yes. then you freeze that and then instead of having this big sort of bulky deep Tupperware dish you've got a thing that's only probably a centimeter two centimeters and then you can actually pack your freezer full of them and get far more far far better use of your freezer space yeah. than, than 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 ever and the interesting thing also is a thing to if you're thinking about fridge is to is to freeze packets of ice if you've got the freezer space, do fill it with water. And then if you're worried because load shedding is taking a little longer, it's now for, you can take those packets of ice up and put them in the fridge. You're effectively using your own cooler box. So yeah. if, it's, if you're a little worried about your fresh produce, get some of those ice blocks and put them into your fridge and it'll just keep that that you'll keep that temperature as low as possible that's for, actually, for the two or four hours that's a very good tip because normally if one's not using them one takes them out of the freezer they lie in a cupboard somewhere so a really yeah. great tip i want to end off on a really good chat because this is our last one yes. for this year and uh i thought why not talk cocktails because if there's no power and we live in paradise here as well we may as well do something where we can be positive focus on the positive um and we're on holiday and a really lack of cocktail is something to to just sit around with friends and you can relax and things like that now i love a really good gin and tonic but what is your favorite one for this time of the year 
Okay, so I, I, I love making cocktails. For me, any excuse to get the shaker out <laughs> and to dabble with whatever's in the booze cabinet is my favorite. I love making cocktails. My favorite cocktail is also a great Christmassy one. That's uh, It's a Negroni. Um, ah. And so that basically is equal parts of gin, mm-hmm. uh, dry vermouth or, or sweet vermouth, depending on how you like, and Campari. So equal parts. So what you do is you get something shaken cocktail it's 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 more of a stirred still put it into your cocktail shaker fill it with ice and just stir it so what you're doing is you're chilling it but you're you're not overly you're not diluting it too much and pour that into a nice short glass with lots of ice and a little a bit of lemon uh, orange rind just a little spritz of orange rind and the most refreshing really is what what we call a spirit forward drink (laughs) and that it's quite strong so you want lots and lots of ice so it dilutes so it's not like Ah. you're just drinking three shots of spirits and of course it's got that lovely ruby red color that you get from Campari so very Christmassy but I've looked up there's a couple of other interesting ones the other one which is also perfect for this kind of weather is to do like a like a like a Christmas sang, uh, um, sangria you know the oh. chilled wine yes. so there just to keep it kind of nice and is it's it's a great recipe of just using um, rosé um, a little bit of brandy and cranberry juice um, lots of sliced orange and, and some cinnamon sticks, and you put that in a massive jug full of ice. Just you, so rosé, a shot of brandy, and top it up with cranberry juice. And then you can use in the glasses with lots of ice. You can use frozen cranberries as a as a garnish. And it really is. It's a lovely fresh drink. And you can, you know, depend. You can you can water it down as much as you like. So it doesn't have to be a, a, a very alcoholic drink. But certainly, it's got a little bit of a, a little bit of a bite to it. Um, and yeah, it's got a nice sort of Christmassy vibe with the cranberries. Um, what was the other one? The other one, which is really nice, was the uh, okay. Obviously, we know we know a traditional one. It's okay. It's it's a cooked one, but it's it's also very sort of Christmassy, and that's uh, eggnog. Oh yes, um, which effectively is just is just custard with brandy in it. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, if you're going to make it, it's one of those things where you whisk up sugar and egg whites, and then you pour hot milk over that, and then you put cream into the newly cook it out like a custard so mm-hmm. it's just thick enough to sort of coat the back of a spoon and and people always say well what does coat the back of a spoon mean if you put it in like a wooden you cook it with a wooden spoon mm-hmm. you should be able to run your finger along the back of the spoon uh, and it should separate yes that's what coating and then and then you can have that so when you're heating that up just put some uh, dark chocolate break up some dark chocolate and melt that into the actual custard and you've got a chocolate custard and then it's really quite nice with either brandy or bourbon so you let oh. that cool, and then you whisk in a, a, your brandy or bourbon, and then you've got a chocolate eggnog, which is which is which is really quite cool. Yeah. And there was another one which I looked at. Let me just check it. My notes. I wrote a, another one down, which I thought was quite a was quite a cool one. Um, oh yes, that's the other one. It is uh, one of my favourite drinks. Again, quite spiritual. Is the is the old fashioned. Oh yes. Um, which traditionally is 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 bourbon with a little bit of sugar syrup and some bitters, but the the, the nice way to make it into a more Christmas old fashioned is to is to make yourself some uh, stewed some poached dried fruit, um, so apricots, prunes, apples, as if you were to make a, a traditional sort of poached fruit, yes. and you use that syrup. So you use the dried fruit syrup with the bourbon and the bitters and oh. you get this lovely kind of almost almost Christmas cakey kind of vibe to your drink. I'm, th- I'm sort of thinking um, trifle so that, as that well. that for me is a nice... Like a... Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. So that's, that's the kind of vibe you're going to get that kind of... So old-fashioned, again, quite a spirit for a drink, but with a the kind of slight Christmassy twist to the to the syrup. 
Fantastic. Oh, no, these sound absolutely wonderful and they sound magical. And uh, I had a, we were at the Elgin Railway Market last Sunday for the Helderberg FM year end function. And uh, I had. Oh, I saw that. Yes, yeah. it looked like a great fun. Oh, it's wonderful. I can, if you've, if you've never been on series rail from Cape Town to the Elgin Market, I can highly recommend it. And uh, if you can grab that last coach, that last carriage with this beautiful picture window at the back, then uh, do so because the oh, wow. views are spectacular going over Solari's Pass. Um, and at the Elgin one, I had something with um, a, a, a gin and tonic that had uh, ginger and lemon and there was something else which I can't remember right now, but a completely oh, wow. different sort of left field kind of gin and tonic. And it was really yeah. wonderful, very, very refreshing. So uh, you don't just have to do the kind of blue or pink tonic or something like that. There's some mm. really wild ones uh, as well. Yeah. Well, uh, for, for me, for me, the interesting one is I'm, everyone talks about the pink. So, so the, the pink gin and tonic that I like is not pink gin or pink tonic, mm-hmm. just a couple of drops of bitters. So, oh. regular gin and tonic with a couple of, and then it goes that lovely pink color. That's where the original pink lady comes from, and the oh. pink gin comes from, not from pink f- <laughs> putting rose petals in your gin, but actually a couple of shots of bitter, and then you get this lovely. Oh, look! If you like bitter drinks like I do, I mean, Campari for me is one of my favorites because I love that kind of citrus bitterness. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another fantastic cocktail which, which actually now that I think of it, perfect for this time of year, and also quite Christmassy, and it's actually called it's a it's a it's a French. It's a French cocktail. It's called a bicyclette. Oh. So basic bicycle with an et on the end, bicyclette. <laughs> and what it is, it's it's um, it's a Sauvignon Blanc, so a really dry white wine, um, a glass of that filled with ice, and then half a shot of Campari in that. So you pull yourself a glass of full, and then just do a half a shot of Campari into that, and there's a lovely richness there's a little bit of sweetness to it and obviously mm-hmm. and there's this like beautiful bitterness so you need a can't do it with sweet wine but anything anything dry it works nicely with Chenin, but Sauvignon Blanc is the best one to do it with yeah. but just a little half a shot of Campari in your glass and you must fill it with ice because obviously you're adding more alcohol to your wine you don't want it to be mm-hmm. but you want it to be nice crisp cold and refreshing so a bicyclette is also fantastic uh, a fantastic Christmas cocktail fantastic oh loads of ideas for the holidays for Christmas for New Year's and uh, to uh, yeah, and just to while away the hours, whether there's electricity or not, um, but do it in style. Yep. Peter, um, this is our final one for this year. I suddenly realized this morning. Um, and uh, quickly it's gone. I know. It's been a whole year. Thank you so much for all the wonderful conversations. And uh, um, the, you know, just, yeah, I've learned so much, I must tell you, really a lot. Um, and yeah. I need to go uh, and. Oh, imp- thank you. Fantastic. <laughs> and uh, really entertaining. Well, it's. It's been an absolute pleasure this year. It's been fantastic. Um, so, so Merry Christmas to all our listeners. And just to remember that um, there's loads of people who are not on holiday at the moment. Mm. They are the ones who are serving you in restaurants, making beds and cleaning up. So just remember to be to be merry and cheerful and spread the goodwill to all mankind, especially those who have to work yeah. while you're all on holiday. Yeah. So remember us sloggers um this is the busiest time for the hospitality industry and someone's got to work on christmas yeah. day and new year's day and new year's eve so just be pleasant to your service absolutely and uh i I've, i'm going to reiterate that as well and also it's the first kind of normal christmas on the back of COVID. so i think you guys must be very excited yes indeed. Uh, it's normal oh it's crazy There's no drama <laughs> 
So no. fantastic. Well, yes, no new drama. Yes, no new so drama. we're just just working around that, hours of electricity. But no, no, it's fantastic. We're seeing the difference already with the influx Wonderful. of tourists, and people are just on holiday and loving the fact yeah. that it's the first. Yeah, you're right. It's the first summer that people can be out and about, no masks, no restrictions. So it's going to be a. a, a, a bumper festive season there's no question brilliant peter to you and elise a merry christmas a happy new year thank you and we'll chat again in 2023 enjoy the remaining time on the island as well yes we'll do and to all the listeners may may the source be with you